0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Horus. I'm your host, Kevin. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Walter. Walter, how you doing? I'm good, Kevin. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. Now that we're back. Um, yeah. Been a while. Yeah. We were talking. Seeing those baby blues. We were talking. Ooh, my lights. Ooh, my light's in the bad that's, spot. Yeah. It was very bad. Oh, that's so much better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were talking a little bit before we started recording about how weird the holidays are because it's like everyone's really busy. Mm -hmm. Some people are in a really bad mood around Christmas, which to me is like, why? It's Christmas. Chill out. Um, You got New Year's coming up. A couple days later, it's like, dude, this is gravy train. This is like, it's the least productive work week of the year. You have paid time off. Yeah. And people still find a reason to be miserable about it. (laughs) Yeah. They'll be like, oh, I have to spend time with my family. It's like, bro, you're 45 you have a mortgage you can say no you can just be like you know what i'm hanging out with my kid and my um partner this this holiday season i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna fly to fly to dallas yeah i'm staying right here but people do it people cave i'm
1: very fortunate that there's no like racist uncles coming to visit or anything like that i don't I, I, i don't i don't dread this Going to see my family because like the, the like the deeper out there ones are, are not coming. And that's that's nice for me.
0: I'm going to start to be a lot more aggressive about taking family photos when we have big family gatherings because mm. um, only half of my family is white. <laughs> and it's one of those things that I really want to be able to bring it up to my friends that live in Seattle who are like uh, your family's MAGA conservatives. Be like, look at our look at our Christmas picture. There's a lot more color here than in your white ass family. Shut the hell up, because it is one of those things that's like annoying. It's like, yeah, I have you know, I have the racist uncle, but my racist mm-hmm. uncle is pretty chill with the black people in our family. They all get along. They all mm-hmm. hang out. They all have fun.
1: Yeah, I've so, I've known you for years, Kevin, and I don't believe you. Like, so I need I need to see those photos.
0: All right, I'll I'll send you one this year. I'll put <laughs> you on the mailing it. list. For yeah. It. yeah, the so post Christmas see- card that will be coming in the mail. Yeah, like I said, I really think that people would be shocked if they saw yeah. how many not white people are in our family photos. I, and even I get the go, card
1: in the in the mail and I flip it over and it's just you giving me the finger on the back.
0: <laughs> well, and even when you go to the other side of my family that all lives in the lower forty eight, it's the same deal. There's a yeah. lot of Indians and Asians in it, mm-hmm. and people are like they see my last name and they see the Chris the family Christmas card and they're like, "This isn't your family." I'm like, you think I found it at the mall? Yeah. You think these are actors. Yeah. It's like you think I had a science like I need seven brown people for a family photo. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> people suck <laughs> um, We're in the Christmas spirit here. I love the holidays. I think yeah, the holidays' no, I, I'm about are it, a lot yeah. of fun. yeah, especially now that like all of us are grown up, you know we have some nieces and nephews, and so it's like, you show up. Slap down a new super soaker, some Legos mm-hmm. or video games for the kids. You're the cool uncle for two hours. You yeah. eat some food. You're drinking champagne at ten AM <laughs> with a fam. It's a it's a nice time. Yeah. My a,
1: My son's a little too young to kind of get what's going on uh with the holidays right now. So this is probably our, our last hurrah with that. Oh, nice w- without that being a big deal. But I'm also looking forward to like creating some traditions and stuff with him. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I like I like the stuff too.
0: Yeah. Are your uh, in-laws coming?
1: Uh, no, not
0: for oh. Christmas. I mean, I'm excited that you get to spend Christmas with your family, but <laughs> right, I like yeah. your in-laws. So <laughs> I guess
1: your second tier family is fine. but yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Your your parents are great. I tell people yeah. all about the holidays I spent with your family. One of my friends recently was like, have you ever seen a magician perform? And I was like, Pff, <laughs> oh, have I? <laughs> oh, have I? Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner magician <laughs> perform followed by a folk band performance afterwards yeah
1: it's it's a full full show a, yeah. an evening with with my family
0: yeah we i mean we get like the nice little um fuck what's the word called the schedule when there's a schedule for an event agenda or yeah we get an agenda about you know what time the birds coming out of the oven mm-hmm. what time the magic show begins an intermission in there for dessert <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah yeah i think that um we just found out that the christmas eve dinner we're doing this year for the family is like 20 people oh wow yeah so it's gonna be a lot of fun we are making fried rice Uh um i asked my wife what she wants to make and she's like i just want to make something easy because the last few years we always bring fancy stuff Mm -hmm. so we're doing fried rice for christmas eve and then for christmas day we're doing pigs in a blanket keeping it classy yeah do you yeah. hear the train going by outside I, I can hear it a little bit yeah or I cool. hear the horn
1: But, Perfect. Yeah, but yeah there's yeah.
0: never a train at this time of day um so yeah
1: i i think my neighbors might be doing some construction next door too at uh 9 in the goddamn <laughs> night so
0: well we're not here to talk about <laughs> trains christmas or construction we're here to talk about a little movie i picked called let the right one in Right. I forgot what year this came out. I want to say 2008 or 2006. That
1: yeah, the one of those feels very right.
0: Came out somewhere in the mid to late 2000s. How about that? Yeah. yeah, somewhere in the late mid to late 2000s, Swedish movie based on a book with the same title about a young Swedish boy named Oscar trying to navigate being bullied at school, a split family, and romance with a new neighbor. And that's all there is to it. Yeah. Happy go lucky movie.
1: No other elements. Yeah. yeah. Um, real, yeah. real. It's like a warm hug. This movie.
0: Yeah. The plot twist here is the girl that moves in next door is a vampire, mm-hmm. and um, like an old school vampire, not like a I can stand in sunlight and sparkle vampire. Yeah. Not one of these vampires that has access to like blood bank blood, but one that has to go out and kill people. To get blood, yeah. And Seems in the like bathtub. nightly or, or pretty pretty frequently, at least, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this was my pick. Um, I've seen this movie one time before, and I've seen mm-hmm. the remake. I thought I had seen the movie two times before this viewing, but I went back and looked through um, just like notes I was taking for movies at the time, and I couldn't find any. So I'm I'm pretty yeah. sure I've only seen this movie one other time, plus the mm-hmm. remake.
1: Yeah, I, I've also seen, I think I saw this once when it first came out or made it to uh, America. And I, I did see the remake, I think, in theaters. But yeah, it, is, it has been well over a decade since I've visited this movie.
0: I went and saw the remake of the Blue Loon. Oh, Blue Like Blue. A, the, the local alternative theater in the city I live in before it burned down.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, that never got rebuilt, did it?
0: No. Mm-mm. yeah, That's a shame. That was a That was a good spot as it was as far really as cold the, when we saw it it was like keep your hat and coat on cold yeah yeah well you know it wasn't it wasn't a great honestly like it was
1: nice to have that in our shitty little town but uh yeah it, it wasn't the best venue i saw that's where i saw i saw snoop dogg perform there Oh, the, nice. the first concert I went to. Yeah. How much
0: how much weed was there at the Snoop Dogg show?
1: Uh, it was. I mean, I could barely see the stage. It was such a thick fog. It was an outdoor show, and it was still rough. He did not do an encore. As, as soon as, as soon as he was done with the set, he
0: was fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> I I like it when a band does an encore, but I feel like some bands do an encore every show. Yeah, which I think kind it, of yeah, ruins it's expected the idea of now. Uh,
1: yeah, I I. I do kind of wish like as I get older especially I'm just like can we just can you just get through them all I have to beat traffic
0: home the other thing I don't like um openers Mm, yeah I mean I always appreciate them like I know it sucks to be the opener there's like a third of the people here to see the band yeah yeah um no one that's here early is here to see you no one's like I'm excited to see this opening band lesbian before (laughs) um Slayer takes the stage that's going to be a sick opener Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel bad for openers, but at the same time, I'm like, can you guys wrap it up? Like, we yeah. gotta get
1: to the main event. <laughs> oh, you're doing another song? Oh shit! So th- so the like the main act's not gonna get on to like nine or ten at this rate. Oh what, no!
0: What they need is an opening band, mm-hmm. the actual band, and then the closing band. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> while people are cleaning up and, and filing out. Yeah. i I'm willing to bet that more people would stick around for the band that plays after the main event. Um, than for the opener. Because everyone's yeah. going to be thinking the same thing. They can be like, if I stay and watch this shitty band that's closing, it's going to be less traffic on my way out of here. That's
1: true. Yeah. And then, you know, the parents can be like, well, I saw the main act. I, can, I don't have to stick around for this. I can go home, yep, pay the babysitter, and, and go to bed. Yeah. Ticketmaster, that's a $700 million idea. That's right. So, and you you need it right now, Ticketmaster. You need some good ideas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's let's get let's back to- circling <laughs> back around. We really it's like be a productive this movie, one. I promise. I feel like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, I, do you want to do impressions up front or do you want to run through the movie?
1: Sure. I'll 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 just say uh, yeah. this movie's great. I yeah. I finished watching it and I was like yeah, rock solid movie. I remember the remake being good as well. I think it it hews pretty close to uh to this one with a few slight changes, but um yeah, just just a. Solid movie. Um, yeah, really enjoyable all the way through. Well, I was supposed to say enjoyable all the way through. Don't know about that. But <laughs> it's some very unpleasant parts. But uh, really well made and uh, well told story, I think.
0: Yeah, and the movie is really bittersweet, I think, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. It's like you're satisfied with the ending, but you're not happy when you're walking away from this one.
1: Yeah, it's, it's kind of like uh, it's what the boy oscar wants but you're also like what is that the situation that the other guy was in with um uh ely i think it's her name mm-hmm. beforehand yeah was that did, like did, is that how their relationship started out is, is oscar just gonna be you can end up being used in the future yeah it's
0: it's something that i think the book explains it um in the show or the movie doesn't mm-hmm. but in the book there's a lot of uh hints that that gentleman that was living with ely before was a pedophile
1: Um, oh the
0: book is a lot it's a lot more like the road where it's like Mm. you watch the road movie and you're like well you know the kid gets new adults to take care of him which is not bad Mm -hmm. um he and his dad made it to the ocean which was their dream yeah but you're not like happy at the end of it and yeah yeah then you read the road book and you're like oh nothing in this is positive (laughs) the only happy moment is when they drink like an old can of coke (laughs) <laughs> and it's the same with this movie like the only happy moment they have is like maybe when they're in the basement and like listening to music and hanging out before oscar decides to try to do like a a blood bond with his girlfriend oh, which is like oscar no I, yeah
1: i th- that is one of the biggest pet peeves of mine when the when like someone like cuts their hand in a movie to like do a, a blood pack first of all crazy crazy dangerous to just mix blood like that this, I know this is set in like 1982, AIDS wasn't really a thing yet, but holy shit, still, don't mix your blood together. But also, like, cutting your palm, fucking ow. There's so many
0: nerves in your yeah, hand. It's going to take so long to heal. So long, yeah, your you're going to be opening that time, all yeah. the time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's going to sting so bad. Oh, and like, they never do like a little poke. It's always like all the way across the palm. And uh it just drives me
0: crazy every time I see it in the movie. Yeah. Can't you get just swap spit? Yeah. What is wrong with Swedish people? <laughs> there were a lot of scenes in this where I was like, something is wrong with those Swedes. Yeah. It's too much snow. They just gotta. It's, I mean, we grew up somewhere where there's a lot of snow and we're way more normal than they are. <laughs> yeah. You know, in Sweden, if you're visiting a friend, right, mm-hmm. you're over at my house. We're hanging out. We're playing with Legos. And my parents yep. are like, you know, Kevin, come down to eat. It was expected that you would just stay in my room hanging out by yourself and i would just go down and eat dinner with my family i feel like we've talked about this before but
1: yeah that's wild to me bizarre culture
0: yeah if if you showed up at my house as a kid my mom would force you to eat she'd be like walter you don't look right you need a sandwich (laughs) right now (laughs) she wasn't just hospitable like just looking at me
1: i was a wrong looking child So the uh, movie
0: maybe food will fix this. I don't know, Jesus. The movie opens up with like a nice dark shot of snow falling. Um, this is a really long scene, and yeah. I think this is kind of a nice little palate cleanser because it it does a good job, I think, preparing you for how quiet the movie is. There's really not a lot of dialogue in this. It feels like it feels like it's
1: yeah, especially pretty, not in the first half. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I don't remember any music in this opening scene as well. It's just a long like four minutes of near silence as you watch snowfall and then mm-hmm. oscar breaks the silence doing his little oh you're looking at me punk squeal squeal like a pig you know oscar's yeah. studying the blade in the first four minutes of this movie. <laughs>
1: yeah uh, just off the bat i want to say is it just me or like little blonde kids just the creepiest fucking thing just just inherently kids little-
0: are kids are creepy
1: I think. Yeah, I, But like the blonde ones especially I feel like little Aryan kids Running around I don't like it I think kids are
0: just creepy in general Yeah, Because there's something about How it seems like they can Do or say bad things And not really realize that they're saying it hmm. And it's also Just like it's, there's an extra layer Of like demented evil When you see like a kid like Oscar Like stabbing a tree and being like squeal pig It's just like bro yeah (laughs) you don't understand the consequences the long-term
1: consequences (sighs) of that yeah yeah all right i guess it's just me i just the the blonde hair blue eyes it's just uh he's oscar's ghostly us also oscar's haircut what a shame (laughs) what a shame that haircut is
0: i have a feeling we're gonna look back at pictures of us in high school and thank god that we had normal haircuts Yeah. Like no rat tails. No, no, neither of us had bangs. Neither of us were trying out bangs. No, I've had Um, the same
1: haircut my entire life. Like it was a little shaggy in high school and that was it.
0: Yeah. I had like shoulder ish length hair for a while in high school. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. It was dyed black and orange. Um, But I feel like that's way less embarrassing than a rat tail. Yeah. Yeah do you remember there was a certain a certain boy that went to our high school that had i know a exactly it was butt dude that was insane yeah there was also
1: a, a guy at our high school who um was like half his head was shaved and he wore a cape all the uh, around the place yeah and he was always alone and i always want to be like uh, dude, you gotta meet me halfway. You gotta you gotta lose one of those things, and I'll talk to you. But I just like, uh, I like my heart goes out to you, but also,
0: you know what you're doing with that. Yeah. Come on, it's like as a kid, you don't understand. You just think he's weird. As an adult, you realize like, oh, this kid's from a bad home. Yeah, but at the troubled. same time, he's yeah. not doing himself any favors with that. No, st- with those that style. Yeah, but it's yeah. like I feel like if you're a bad home kid, your choices are be incredibly weird. Or be the bully. There's, the, there's no. Yeah. Ground. There's no. There's no middle ground. You're yeah. the. You're the Oscar, or you're the Conley in this world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't have any notes until about ten minutes in, um, where I just comment on how I love how worn and kind of ratty um, the murder kit that guy uses is. Where it's like you can tell he's yeah. done this a ton of times.
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah, I like the attention to the detail of that where it's just like he's got everything like in its place. It's so like neat and tidy, but but yeah, like you said, like it's it's seen some work in its time. Yeah. And yeah. He's got all his, his tools and his methods down pat, so it's like it's clear he's been he's been at this for a while. And especially this early movie, if, if you don't know that like what he's doing these murders for, it it seems especially creepy and, and you're you're wondering what he's doing with this little girl he's keeping.
0: Well, and I think the movie does a really good job being pretty ambiguous about her mm-hmm. um, for the first little bit. Yeah. I mean, the movie is pretty quick to reveal that yeah. she is 100% an actual vampire. Yeah. I think I think we get her Straight up and chewing someone to death at like 30 ish minutes into this That's two-hour film. Yeah, but it's still for like those first 30 minutes, you're wondering like. Are these people just insane? What's going on? Because there's a a scene a little bit later on um, where the guy is just like a wacko. He moves into a new neighborhood, starts killing people. People try to be friendly with him and he like blows them off. It's like, this is how you definitely mark yourself as like, yeah, our new neighbor moved in and then murder started happening. It's really (laughs) weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I 100% it's that
1: guy. I feel like. And. Uh, because, uh, yeah, when, um, Ely has to go out and murder someone, one of the people in the building, and they start suspecting, and there's one pe- person who, like, witnesses a young girl doing it, it should be, like, immediately, like, oh, the, like, young girl who just moved in with that fucking creeper, yeah, okay, that's, something's going on there. mm mm-hmm. It takes them way too long to circle back around to that apartment.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And something we skipped over, um, we get a nice shot of Oscar at school and we get to see that like he is pretty ruthlessly bullied by some of these other boys. Um, but we get yeah. a shot of their desks and they had flip top desks. Oh yeah. When I you miss were a, a kid flip-talk. were you yeah. a fan of the flip top or were, did you like the little slide in desk? Oh, uh
1: I I like the flip top. Okay. I was a flip top man, yeah. I was a flip top kid like, as well. Yeah. I felt like you were opening the chest and like getting all your goodies out, yeah
0: yeah and the slide the slide the only nice part about the slide-in desk was you could mm-hmm. play game boy and like mm, gently yeah. slide it in if the teacher was coming over to you you couldn't yeah. be that stealthy with the flip-top desks but at the same time like all of your shit was just a mess in the slide-in desks yeah like you were just reaching there and getting lucky to find something
1: <laughs> yeah just paper cutting yourself all over
0: your fingertips yeah Ooh, do you remember how fucking sick cubbies were Cubbies were the shit, yeah. Dude, I was pumped to put stuff in my cubby. I was just like, <laughs> yes, yes, uh, Hang your backpack up, put your lunch in your your winter gear in your cubby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
1: your cubby. Like, that's your spot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm also surprised. I never had, Did you ever have anything stolen out of your cubby? I don't think so. Not I don't think I so either. Yeah. I think the only time I had stuff stolen was I made, like, a, a bad Pokemon card trade with a slightly older kid. Mm. Um, that's a different kind of theft, though yeah that's like the first time you learn about free markets unregulated markets you're like damn for <laughs> real for real <laughs> this is how these things work yeah
1: yeah that's that's right i i never got into pokemon cards but part of it was like i'm, I'm afraid of being bamboozled i feel like
0: i like the kids lined. i like the kids that would swindle people by offering to buy food from them like mm-hmm. yo you got a snack pack i'll pay you five dollars for that snack pack and you'd see the same kids fall for it every time they like okay sure and the kid you know they hand over their snack pack and the other kid be like the thing is is i don't have the five dollars right now but i'll get it to you by friday and they're just yeah. hoping the kid they scam the snack pack out of forgets about it i was riding home with one of those kids one day on the bus and like you know john owes me like twenty dollars and i was like you're not getting that much even, no. even as a kid i realized like he is scamming you yeah yeah <laughs> oh little timmy
1: it's that $20 is gone and so are your snack packs Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so yeah um, back back to the movie the kill scene is like 20-ish 25-ish minutes in Mm -hmm. and I think this scene is like really cool I really like how it seems like uh, Ely is pretty this is old hat for her it's not her first rodeo uh, luring a person over to her so she can suck the blood out of them and mm-hmm. she even goes for like the little finishing kill because she knows the person will come back as a vampire if she doesn't. Yeah. But what I didn't like about the scene was the music. They had like a really loud score that played over this. And I feel like there were a couple scenes where if they had no music, I think it would have been like more impactful.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that that makes sense. I, I don't remember the music in it, but I, yeah, I guess it is kind of, that's the big reveal moment that she is a vampire, but maybe they leaned into that a little too much. Mm -hmm. with the score
0: yeah and speaking of leaning in too much i really (laughs) like uh elie's pickup line she drops on oscar around this point in the movie as well about 30 minutes in the kids are hanging out at the playground again and earlier in the movie the first time they're hanging out oscar remarks he's like you smell funny oh Um, yeah and this time you know you see her her hair is nice and neat uh, you can tell she's washed it. She's wearing clean clothes. Her hair is parted and brushed. And then she asks Oscar, "Do I smell better?" Um, I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> you guys got to work on your game, both of you." Do
1: I smell better? Yeah. <laughs> Notice any improvement? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I I do think that the little romance they have, for kids it feels realistic where it's like a lot of awkward conversation at first. But like, you know you can't be my friend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was like a nice little fun conversation they have where she says yep. they can't be friends. And Oscar's like, who even says I want to be your friend? Yeah. I'm like, ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> These there. people clearly have kids, the people that wrote this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: You don't don't show any weakness, especially to, to girls. They mm-hmm. have cooties. Yeah. I still think that. absolutely, 100% they have cooties. This, all right, this podcast is pivoting. We're going yeah. to talk about how women 100% have cooties.
0: Yeah, we're going to get Andrew Tate on here, top That's G. That's right. Yeah. Um, who else? What are the other big names right now? In in uh, misogyny? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I
1: mean, I'm hoping it's us soon, but... Uh... <laughs> I don't want us to be in the
0: same breath as Andrew Tate. <laughs> there goes our Casper Mattress sponsorship. There, <laughs> yeah. Someone's gonna clip that joke out and send it to them, like never sponsored this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um something else I noticed in this movie is Swedish kids really commit to bullying. These bullies oh, in this movie it's they're so not, coordinated. Yeah. yeah. They're not going half assed. They're playing like they're setting up long cons, they got short mm. cons going on.
1: Yeah. They got like signals and stuff he like nods to his buddy and
0: that's the sign for like all right bring the switch over and and hit oscar in the face yeah that scene is tough to watch where they're holding oscar in place and they're taking turns to hit him with the stick and you can tell that two of the boys don't like doing it but they're not brave enough to stand up to say no to like the leader of the bully group Mm -hmm. and when the leader of the bully group gets a stick he just like fucking takes it to his oscar's face because oscar's not giving him the reaction he wants (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that
1: kid's a tiny little sociopath, uh, and uh, yeah, spoilers, but when he gets his comeuppance, it's, just, it's one of the least sad child deaths in the
0: movie. Yeah, some would say that they felt happy watching him die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm never go that far. But no one uh, on this podcast, but some would say. So, so yeah, someone might hypothetically say. Um, Another scene that I thought was really tough was it's kind of later on the film, but the the first interactions we get of Oscar and his dad, Mm -hmm. his dad looks great. And I mean, it's easy when you're like the weekend parent and you're not like forcing your kid to do bedtime and go to school to have those interactions with your kid. But it seems like when Oscar's visiting his dad, his dad's like really committed to making sure Oscar has a fun time and can kind of have a break from all of this stuff in his life. And it's like when you see Oscar at home with his mom you never get the impression that like his mom's rich or his dad's rich like yeah. his family is not doing great no definitely not yeah well his i
1: his dad's cabin is nice it's a, a sweet little cabin he's got it's not like big or anything but just like yeah, it looks it's cozy as in. fuck yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: it's the exact kind of cabin um people people from the north want <laughs> yeah yeah are you getting to that age now where you're just like, a little cabin for weekend trips sounds yeah, just, pretty nice. It's quiet. No one no one to bother me. Yeah. Yeah. The big thing is out of cell range. You
1: mm, got to get out yeah. of
0: cell range so nobody from work can call you or text you. Yeah. You're going to the cabin and it's like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> so something else I noticed around this point or wanted to talk about was, man, so we commented earlier on how like ratty and worn in his murder kit is. I can't even remember mm-hmm. the guy's name. I yeah, I don't I, just the murder remember guy. If They have said it. Yeah, yeah. The the murder guy. His kit is worn in. But man, mm-hmm. this guy really sucks at murder. We see him botch two of different killings. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, bro, there's, how did you make it this
1: far doing he's this? Just doing the first one out in the open. Like there's Street there's lights? trees, but it's he's, like like clear lines of sight.
0: He's right off the trail. Yeah, you can see streetlights like in the background very close. It's like I would understand if he was like deep in the woods mm-hmm. off the trail where he's like on the edge of town. There's no streetlights on the side. He's hanging this man upside down to slit his throat. Um, None of that. Yeah. None and, of that. you know, he really could have learned something from the Gemini killer from the exorcist about how to get <laughs> all of the blood out of somebody efficiently. Mm-hmm. Yep, no needle fits. in the neck. It's um, smart. But no yeah. little pump to make sure that he's pumping the heart as the person dies. None of that. Yeah. Gemini really? Killer would have called this guy an amateur. Fucking Bush League stuff this guy's doing. And
1: uh, in the, like, his, his final failed kill when he's like, um, when there's like the basketball game going on with the, the young uh, teenage boys and he's just like standing at the window staring in there. It's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah.
0: One of our friends from basketball camp got killed and um we have no idea who it was it was certainly not the man that was standing outside breathing heavily watching us (laughs) for an hour wasn't two
1: feet from the window in full view of all of us yeah um that his he gets removed from the movie a lot earlier than i remembered but i also when he pours acid on his face to so he he does that to disfigure himself so they can't trace it back to Ely but it's also like if you're gonna do that why don't you just slit your throat at the same time too I, like well, it just seems like the the worst way to go or like is, to to live through that seems like a
0: terrible plan when he's getting caught too when the kids are breaking in to save their friend from getting murdered Mm-hmm. Um, he spills the acid. and He is very slow to pick up that jar of acid. Yeah. Yeah. And granted, I wouldn't be jazzed if it was like, <laughs> right. hey, the person you love is definitely going to get arrested and executed or you can burn your face off with acid. I wouldn't be like Mondays. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have been a little quicker to pick up that acid instead of letting so much of it just spill out. Yeah, it's. I was very anxious and to the point where I was like, wait, was that not acid? It, I thought I remembered. He only turns himself into Two-Face. So it's yeah. like people are just like, we don't recognize him. We have no idea who he is. It's like, you have half of his face. <laughs> yeah, just, just look at the profile. Yeah, yeah it's like human beings. Our faces aren't perfectly symmetrical as humans, but they're close enough that you can... You know, if you just duplicate one half of Walter's face, yeah. it's like... Yeah. That's pretty much him. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty close. Close enough. You know, you lose the the little details, the nuances of Walter's face. Like one of his ears being a half inch higher than the other. Or, you know... his there's <laughs> Oh, that's what i to the bout. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, it's mostly there. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then when Ely goes to the hospital and uh, kills that guy... And then, then just like drops him out of the window. But like he he's still alive when he hits the ground and we like see him breathe out his final breath. It's like we couldn't, you couldn't give him a neck snap. You, yeah. you just drink him and you're like, see ya. All right,
0: peace. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy that broken spine at the bottom, bitch. Yeah. And another thing that's, I think, really good about that scene is she's just the right amount of freaky when she shows up with no shoes on or coat. Mm hmm. Um, she's the right amount of freaky to be really sad and like people take pity on her like the night nurse is just like oh that poor kid and like goes out to look for her and she is climbing up the building and you really don't see her at first mm-hmm. it takes you a while yeah. to find her and it's like if you couldn't find her I, I imagine if i saw this in a theater and was like sitting a little further back um, yeah where i usually like to sit i wouldn't have seen her until she started to move and it would have been really freaky and scary so i, I thought that was a nice little shot yeah, yeah, it was good. I like watching
1: the shot. I was like, I, I kind of vaguely remember. I think she climbs up and like, I, so I was looking for her, and it still like took me a while to find her, on there, on the, on the side of the building. Yeah, it's it's a really well 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 done shot.
0: And it, it is sad. Like you don't like this man that she travels with. Um, yeah. You definitely get hints that there is something. Wrong about their relationship. It's, yeah, it's a very strange relationship. Um, but yeah. you do feel sad, like that she shows up, she's hungry, and the only thing he can do is like offer up his life. Yeah. Again, this is a movie that you're, satis- you're satisfied with the ending, but at no point are you happy watching. This. <laughs> right? No, it's.
1: Yeah, it definitely reaches a point where and is like, oh, maybe you should just die, Ely. Like, I don't. You're not really doing anything good in this mm-hmm. world. Um, until you
0: take care of that awful uh quartet of bullies but um and i I wanted to ask you that later on, but since you brought it up now mm-hmm. um what do you think if if vampires were real do you think we would have sure. a moral obligation to let them uh feed like if they were reasonable and fed on like one human a day or a week yeah. you know what like what would be the cutoff for you to say like Alright, this is too much. We we can't have you guys around.
1: Yeah, I I mean if they are unable to like just survive off, you know, packs of blood or animal blood or something like that. Uh I know, yeah. I mean, I if there's like volunteers that would wouldn't die, that's a different thing. Um But yeah, if they're like killing a person a day that's we can't we can't have that around or a, a person even like a person of the month mm-hmm. like that's too many <laughs> that's, yeah what, I, what do you bring to the table vampire that, that outweighs these 12 people
0: yeah i think Unless i are like
1: dr Kforky and then Kforky and then just like doing some mercy killings but yeah
0: i think i would have to like kind of find a cutoff point for it as well because it's yeah. like On one hand, I understand because some people like vegans would say like it's no different than how humans treat cows or pigs or whatever. But at the other hand, it's like, I don't know. I can't I don't have like an argument for it, but I do recognize there's like a humanness to humans that animals don't possess. Yeah. That makes it so I don't think I would be okay with a society that's like. We're just gonna give all prisoners to vampires to feed on. I'd be like, eh. yeah. That's what if he's innocent? Good. Yeah, that's that's
1: not good. Yeah, I mean, not to get into the, the you know is meat murder debate, but um, yeah, there's a cognizance in humans that I think definitely makes it <clears throat> a, a different scenario in this case. Yeah,
0: and it, it's. I don't. I yeah. I don't think I could do it either. I think if I ran into a situation like yeah. this, where if I liked a girl, she turned yeah. out to be a vampire, and she's like, "Look, I just, you know, I'm only killing the bad people in society." I'm like, eh, are you? Like, they <laughs> yeah. could <can> be redeemed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't think I would have sided with Ellie in this movie or Ely in this movie. I think I'd have been like, "All right, see yeah, ya. <laughs> peace."
1: Oh, hey, there's there's something on the curtains. <laughs> Pull him down. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and th- this is another scene in this movie which is like kind of tough to watch because on one hand you do agree with Oscar's actions. But on the other hand, it does seem like he took it too far, mm-hmm. um, which is the ice skating scene where they're yeah. threatening to push Oscar in the hole and he has a stick. He's like, yo, if you come at me, I'm going to blast you with this stick. (laughs) And sure enough, they they come at him and Oscar blasts him with the stick.
1: Yeah, smashes his ear with it. Yeah, it's after that scene, like Oscar's like revitalized after that. Mm -hmm. It's a very, uh, very strange or like you can kind of see like there's there's a piece of him that and understand why he's connected with Ely. Like there's something in him that like wants that power or wants to have he, that
0: he's a monster as well, just a different yeah, kind. For sure. And yeah. I mean they they comment on that later on in the film. You know, Ely straight up says, like, you want to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Um, I do hurt people. And she even tells him like there's no going back. Like you're not going to feel good about doing it. But yeah. you are right. Like we get a you know, there's a very explicit scenes of Oscar bench pressing before he hits the bully and it's like he's struggling on rep two, his form is awful. You know, yeah. he's clearly not enjoying working out. And then we get a scene of him after he hits the bully working out, and he, like, seems to enjoy it a lot more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, that that field trip, I felt so bad for, uh, I think it's Mr. Avira, the gym teacher. Yeah. Just the worst fucking field trip ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, a kid gets blasted in the air, and then they find a body. Ah. Oh.
0: Yeah, and he's, like, an, an immigrant to Sweden. You know, he's yeah. got, like, the funny... The funny immigrant, like language barrier that you know mm-hmm. people have, like a good time with. He seems yep. to really care about Oscar. There's a lot of scenes where he knows Oscar's being bullied, and he's mm-hmm. like trying to watch out for Oscar so he can like get these bullies in trouble. And then he gets called away, so he can't be there to watch what happens with Oscar. So yeah. Oscar takes like a lot of the blame for the stick fight.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, the jump to the end of the movie, like. That same teacher like has to go outside because there's a giant fire that got set by the bullies. And then presumably he walks back into that gym and sees three bodies there. And it's just like, I, I have to be fired. I just like, they yeah, can't, can't possibly, my job. <laughs> yeah, there's no way I might need to flee the country. This is, it's not safe here.
0: Yeah, I do. I do feel bad and I'm glad that they do show scenes of like an adult in Oscar's life that kind of notices something's going on and is trying to help him. Cause this is about the time too where we get the scenes of um, Oscar spending more time with his dad and you're like, Oh, his dad's an alcoholic. Like I kind of figured his dad was an alcoholic, but as you know, his dad's friend shows up and his dad like totally starts to ignore Oscar to just get wasted. And it's like really, I think a heartbreaking like turn of events for him.
1: Yeah. It's that's a pretty sad scene. Uh, where it's yeah he he kind of loses that one, like like you said earlier, like that's the one place he kind of is outside of the hardships of his the rest of his life. The point, one place he has fun, and yeah, see him lose that, and then he goes and hitchhikes home. Mm-hmm. Which imagine finding a twelve year old hitchhiking just in
0: the middle of the night. That things, things were different. Things were different back then, because I mean, even in the nineties when we were kids, I remember like ripping around on the four wheeler. Mm-hmm. And adults would see me and they'd stop and they'd be like, hey, do your parents know you're on that? And I'd be like, yeah, they, I, they know. And they'd be like, okay. <laughs> just like drive <laughs> Good away. enough for me. All yeah. right. <laughs> they weren't like, carry on. They weren't like, what's their number? I'm going to call them when I get home. There was like, yeah, none of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same with like having a gun as a kid. Like I'd just be rallying around the neighborhood, 22 rifle slung across my back on a four wheeler, no helmet. I can barely reach the shifters for it. And adults would see (laughs) me and they just like wave. And and now I imagine if something like that happens, they are recording videos to post on next door or whatever that Mm -hmm. neighborhood app is to be like, Mm -hmm. can you believe that Walter lets his son do this? What a piece of shit family.
1: (laughs) These psychos. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I guess different time. It was just and then it doesn't seem like his dad like called to make sure he got home all right. Later, it yeah.
0: I imagine there was a. It's probably not Oscar's first rodeo doing it. Yeah, yeah, I do like in that scene where he's running up to the car that stopped to hitchhike. You can see his little cowboy boots flopping around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's so many scenes of his little cowboy boots. I'm just like, oh, Oscar, you little rascal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are they are just some of the silliest footwear you can wear is cowboy boots. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's they the their use is, is long outdated at this point. I mean I guess if you're
0: a rancher, still it's, sure. An easy way to get me a laugh in a movie, someone running in cowboy boots, someone running or quickly walking in flip-flops is another mm, one that will do it yeah. every time. That flip-flop flip-flop flip-flop.
1: Yeah. The first time I wore flip-flops, I was like, this can't I can't be wearing these correctly. <laughs> this is slapping me this is we just all decided this is how this was an acceptable footwear just slap me in the back
0: of the feet well it's like you're supposed to take people wearing them seriously if someone flip-flops yeah. up to me and demands something from me i'm like no that's <laughs> not i heard that's that's your not approach happening, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> versus like that that powerful sound when someone has like dress shoes or heels on and they have that like yeah, loud yeah. striking sound each step mm-hmm. i'm just like Phew. Yeah. Uh, they're commanding it's, respect with their walk. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Versus flip-flop, flip-flop,
1: flip-flop. Yeah. <laughs> you hear someone in dress who's and, like, shall I bow? Is this, I
0: don't know. Uh... Neil? <laughs> so we talked about this scene earlier, but Oscar, has his he has his girl in the basement where the cool kids who smoke cigarettes and listen to punk music hang out. Yeah. And what's his plan? He's going to try to do a blood pact with her. Oscar, bro, your game is yeah. weak. Just,
1: yeah. Dog shit, man. Go for Go for a, you know, stretch an arm around the shoulder exactly. or something. I was or, like, yeah. you
0: didn't invite her to sit down on the couch with you. You were like, man, I'm getting sleepy listening to punk music. It was just <laughs> yeah. like, yo, do you want to do you want to swear a blood pack right now yeah. in this dingy <laughs> just, basement? Just, yeah. You know what? I'm,
1: I'm just I'm going to cut myself. So just like we're starting there and now I'm gonna ask you if you want to join
0: the blood pack. Yeah, and they're I, I don't think that they had even confirmed that they were dating at this point. They're just like hanging out. So. Yeah. So I think Oscar really you know, shoot or shoot, I guess, right? Yeah, I, I guess.
1: But boy. Yeah, he's 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 a little freak this time. <laughs> like <laughs> So it's it, he's he's such a little freak though that, like that's the only way this could be like this could be the sweet half of the bittersweet ending <laughs> it's
0: just like we, all right i mean i guess we gloss over this but there's another scene where ely gets hungry and she attacks a woman mm-hmm. and her boyfriend comes to defend her from getting attacked and like kicks ely off of her ely scrambles away how did that guy not know yeah how I don't did he know. not put two together the, the dark-haired girl that always wears pajamas that he just kicked off with his partner (laughs) and the dark haired girl that always wears pajamas in his apartment building with the same person
1: yeah that guy enjoys his drink but that still seems like but he's already like on alert because he's heard about like his friend being murdered by a dark haired girl (laughs) yeah it's wild stuff it's like i said they should have found that apartment way earlier
0: yeah and i'm also trying to think if i woke up if somebody attacked me and the last thing I remember is being attacked. And I woke up sensitive to sunlight. I don't know if I would be like, obviously, I'm a vampire. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. She
1: she puts things together real quick. Although when we see like the wound on her neck, I was like, what are you doing not going to the hospital with that kind of wound? You have health care.
0: What are yeah. you doing? It's yeah. like a, a human being bit your neck and your, yeah. your boyfriend's just like, she'll sleep it off. Yeah. it <laughs> should be all right. I'm going to yeah. give her a salt pill. Shana will, She'll sleep <laughs> it off. Yeah. There's there's also the, I
1: completely forgot about the scene where a bunch of cats attack that woman. That that one does not hold up. That was a little goofy, that scene.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, it feels really out of place. I wonder if yeah. it would have been better if they just cut that scene out. Um, and maybe yeah. she like is in there, and the cats are hissing at her, and she passes out or something. I don't know. I feel like there was a way they could have conveyed to us, the audience, something was really wrong with her, and that she was slowly becoming more and more aware of it, um, yeah. without having much of cats attack her.
1: Yeah, it's just it just there's so many it just becomes kind of goofy, and I don't I don't know what uh, some some like dodgy effects from you know that time period I'm sure didn't look that bad but
0: well, now, this is one of those things I, that I, I wonder if it's in the book and it's just like it was a scene that felt really important in the book and so they thought they should translate it to the movie um yeah that's the only thing i could think of speaking
1: of uh scenes in the book um uh pretty soon after that uh we see there's like a very brief frontal nudity scene with ely mm-hmm. and i first of all i completely forgot about it when it happens i was like whoa um and it it moves on and to the point where I was like, wait, what was I supposed to notice about that? Like I I and I didn't wanna like there was like I feel like I missed something there. I'm not gonna rewind to look again though. <laughs> like that's a few years ago I my wife and I were talking and I think I mentioned like in some states the legal age is uh the legal age for consent is 16 and not 18. And she's like, are you sure? I thought it was like 18 all o- across the country. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's 16. And I like reached for my phone. I was about to type in Google. And then I was like, you know what? I don't need this in my Google history. <laughs> if, if this information comes to me, great. I don't need to know. Um, but I reading about this movie a little bit, I, I guess in the book, uh, it's made clear that Ely is actually a boy who was castrated and what we see in that scene it's actually a mannequin they use in that scene is the like scar from the castration
0: it's creepier that you looked up if it was real child nudity in the scene than it it's, is but it's I, like on I wikipedia just, I, I was, wasn't
1: I didn't like type in like What's up with the little
0: girl's <laughs> private search, parts? You didn't and, search real child yeah, movie. Yeah. I can't stress
1: enough. Swedish like, movie. <laughs> I was just, I was looking on some like IMDb trivia and it happened to be there and I was like, oh good. I don't have to wonder about that anymore. Yeah.
0: yeah. The first time I saw this movie, I thought it was because of like folklore that vampires aren't supposed to enjoy sex anymore. That like their sex organs get yeah. goofed up when they become a vampire. It's like, obviously that's what happened. Um, But watching it again and all the scenes where he says, you know, you're going to be my girlfriend. I like girls. And she's like, what if Mm -hmm. I'm not a girl? Um, Ely like is very explicit with asking him how he would feel if she wasn't a girl. And the whole time you're like, it's because she's a vampire. Right. She's not human anymore. She's not human. Yeah. And then you see that and you're like, oh, (laughs) she was mutilated as a child Mm -hmm. by an older. So the, the full back lore on what happened was that, she was like, have
1: you, have you read the book? I'm oh, sorry. Or no, you, I, I read the, read. Okay. I read just the scary.
0: Wikipedia for it just cause people, the movie wikis like, there's a lot more context for some of these scenes in the book. And sure. it's like, well, I've, I'm not recording anything right now. Why don't I read this? And so <laughs> yeah. I skimmed over it. And, um, they talk a lot about how in the book, there's a lot more backstory given for Ely and the man that was taking care of her. And you find the out hell. that she was kidnapped as a child, um, submitted to sexual abuse, had a panectomy, I think is what they call it. a panectomy oh. and castration. I didn't know that was okay. a word either. I, yeah, I've not heard that one. It's a terrifying word. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's another one I'm like no, I don't think I'm gonna Google that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that, um, that definition comes to me great.
0: She had that done and then she was turned into a vampire by like an older vampire count who was abusing her basically. And then she decided to live um, as a girl from then on just because since it happened to her at such a young age, she never developed like any right. you know, boyish features. So she just figured it was easier for her to fit in in society if she just lived as a girl. And it just makes her backstory that much more tragic. And then you also find out in the book that that man she's living with is also a pedophile. Um, and so like Gross. that's why yeah. he was taking care of her was because she's the perfect the perfect thing for a pedophile someone who's perpetually 12
1: yeah yeah um yeah i i even that that's interesting stuff i'm kind of glad they left it more vague in the movie yeah i because it it is unclear like what their relationship with how how much they actually like care about each other Mm -hmm. um and it because it
0: the the guy does
1: make a pretty significant sacrifice
0: for her. Well, you, I think you get a feeling that it does feel more like a work relationship than like they love each other or maybe it's that they've been together for so long that they've like moved past like kind of traditional movie depictions of love into like Mm -hmm. a more like realistic romance where there is like conflict and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I, at the same time, something just feels off the whole time in the film. So it's like I I never thought that like he was like her dad or someone that really truly cared about her. I, I thought there was like a transactional relationship where like he gives her blood and she was going to turn him into a vampire so he could live forever. That's kind of what I thought the first time yeah. I watched this. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. It's it's strange. I, I guess it's just it's what makes me wonder, like, is is that? What the uh, like future that Oscar's doomed to, or is she going to make him a vampire as well, or is like is this what is this what we're going is Oscar can look forward to in his life, just like this tedious like the tedium of constant murder mm-hmm. <laughs> that this guy had to uh, carry out.
0: And this is also around the time where we started to get shots of Oscar kind of being a bully to to some yeah. of those kids. Um, Which I thought was like a really nice little character arc for him to go through in this movie that you see that, you know, now that Oscar's hit the one kid with the stick, he feels much more confident in like being a bad person, just like he's been treated by other people. Like that's how he thinks relationships are how he's supposed to treat people, I guess. Yeah, I
1: I mean, the, the power dynamic has shifted and he's clearly like getting high on that supply of, of just like feeling strong for the yeah. first time in his life yeah. bullying
0: bullying ely someone that he cares about and, and I mean he does break um he doesn't fully commit to the role but there is like a yeah. bunch of scenes where he's just like kind of unnecessarily cruel to her and she kind of I think knows he's doing it and plays along with it so she can show him that like hurting people isn't fun
1: yeah the yeah I the particularly the scene where uh, he doesn't invite her in and like makes her come in anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A very, very clear example. Like he's, he's being such a prick in that scene. And then as soon as like, he realizes the like severity of the situation, is like, Oh, Oh, I see now I'm, I'm the dick here.
0: Yep. And this is also um, when we get the first scene of him really committing to being her partner in crime, where one of the adults finally figures out who the killer is and that something's up. They break into her, or he breaks into Ellie's apartment, and Ellie and Oscar um, murder the dude. Like, Oscar distracts him by pulling out his knife, and Ellie jumps the dude from behind and kills him. Yeah. And
1: yeah, Oscar's completely complicit in that. Yeah.
0: And even though it's like kind of clear that it is going to be like a his life or her life situation, Mm -hmm. I don't think that guy had really done anything wrong. He's just like your neighborhood alcoholic. Who's like kind of not a great person, but he's not like someone who, when you're watching the movie, like this guy deserves to die. Yeah. He's not hurting anybody. Um, He's just kind of, I
1: don't know, unpleasant,
0: but yeah, he's, he's not surly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but like the beginning of the movie, when like he and his buddy like say goodbye, it's the sweetest, most wholesome, like, Goodbye. You're my friend. Love you. All right. See you later. Love you. And it's like, oh, one of these guys
0: is about to get their throat ripped out. Oh, yeah, no. the, the goodbye you put in a movie when you absolutely want to establish <laughs> yeah. someone's going to die. <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> just you're well liked in your community.
1: All right. Have a good night, buddy. just need to put a red shirt
0: on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, this is another part where I have a note that's just like, oh, the gym teacher seems like such a nice dude. Um, I wish I had a gym teacher like him when I was uh, in yeah. elementary school. My gym teacher is great. She's fantastic. I'll still see her around town and she'll say hi and remember me. Oh, that's um, cool. But she was not looking out for kids the same way that uh, Mr. Avillo was looking out for those kids. Yeah. Uh, my gym teacher in
1: grade school had a, a cold black heart, and I, I do not miss him. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was fine. I don't <laughs> want to disparage the man. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I I guess that brings us to the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh when yeah, just we find out that every child in Sweden is just a full on maniac. Just top to bottom. Some
0: would say that extends to the adults as well.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But uh yeah, they 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 try to drown Oscar or, you know,
0: threaten to drown him. Who knows what the end game was I gonna don't, be? I don't think he would have survived holding his breath for three minutes. No, I, don't I don't think it would think have so. Well, I should say, I don't think he would have died, but I think he would have had some brain damage from lack of oxygen. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. Maybe. Yeah. This is not a medical advice podcast. It's a horror movie podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, we can firmly say, though, hey, don't drown kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or That's shake our babies. stance. The, the official stance of the Horus podcast. Do not drown kids. Do not shake babies.
0: Uh... Girls have cooties. Um so this is also where you find out, you know, Ellie Ely has said her goodbyes. She told Oscar twice already that she needed to leave. She could stay or die, stay and die or leave and live. And she, you know, gets in a cab, she leaves, she confirms with Oscar that she has enough money to take care of herself. She's not broke. Apparently yeah. she has enough money to buy a nuclear power plant if she wanted. Weird, very specific flex. Yeah, so strange. I don't, I don't know what was going on in Sweden at
1: that time, but like,
0: it was like why, the, why that? The kid, the, the one thing every kid wanted was like, i'm Dad, I want a nuclear power plant for Christmas." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: can you like just hire a lawyer to buy you a house? Then I know, yeah, blank check. That's isn't that what happens in
0: blank check? The kid buys. Oh, maybe a yeah. lot of stuff I'm, with a God, million dollars. I haven't dollars. seen that movie in so long. Yeah, he he writes himself a check for a million dollars. He buys a mansion. A theme park. A butler has his parents' likeness carved into a mountain, a la Mount Rushmore. Jesus, I don't remember um, a single goddamn second of playing Check. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a classic. <laughs> that's that's going to be your next pick. Um, I want to say he names himself Richie Rich in it, doesn't he? Are you wait? Are you thinking of the movie Richie Rich? No, I, I'm thinking of Blank. Fuck, am I thinking of Richie Ridge? Rich? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like that's a lot okay. for a million dollars. All I remember in blank check, all I'm, all uh-huh. I'm willing to go on tape, this is the official Kevin Stance, yeah. is he buys a lot more with a million dollars than what you should be able to buy for a million dollars. That Sure, that sounds right. And I, I realize a million dollars. It went dollars, longer in, farther in the 90s, but yeah. Well, I realize, yeah, it goes further in the 90s, but it's not as far as he manages to stretch a million bucks. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, I do think the Mount Rushmore scene is from Richie Rich. There's definitely a, a showdown either at Mount Rushmore
1: or a Mount Rushmore-like yeah. f- mountain type structure. I know what we're
0: know. watching this weekend. I'm going to force yeah. my wife to watch Blank Check and Richie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be like, this is Christmas for you? This is. I'm, I this might is make her want. watch Jingle All the Way because she's never seen it um that's all right sorry about your impending divorce <laughs> you don't like jingle all the way I, No, man. with arnold schwarzenegger introducing yeah, I, himself as howard langston yeah he's family man
1: all american as apple pie yeah i i think i rented that movie as a kid and that was one of those like first movies we were like oh movies can be bad oh huh
0: i like that movie as a kid I'm yeah. trying to remember the first time as as a kid I watched. it and was like, "This sucks."
1: Yeah, <clears throat> the I remember seeing that like uh, a Street Fighter movie was going to come on Ooh. TV, and I was like, "There's a Street Fighter movie? Fuck yeah!" And watching it, and like, "What is this? Why are they doing it? Why Why is this happening?" The live action one, to be clear.
0: I'm gonna uh, this, I'm gonna think about it for a minute longer, um, while yeah. we go through the last actual scene in this movie because we skipped over yeah. it. Um, so uh he goes to a pool and some an older boy the brother of conley is trying to drown him Mm -hmm. and he said that if he can stay underwater for three minutes he'll only nick him with his knife instead of poking out his eye yeah and in this scene terrifying in the scene you start to hear kids screaming um Mm -hmm. like faintly from underwater because you're the camera's underwater with oscar yeah um and then you start to see like feet skipping across the water and you realize that Ely is there killing these bullies mm-hmm. to save Oscar. And that yeah. really is like the point where I think Oscar is like fully committed where he's like, I saved her. She saved me. We're in this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they run away together after that. And he does the Morse code for kiss on the, I on saw the that. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was also on the IMDb trivia. I saw where I, I can't stress enough. I just happened to the information. <laughs> About,
0: about how did, how did you feel when you saw it was just a mannequin versus a real child oh such relief <laughs> such relief you have no fucking idea I was like I don't
1: I fingers crossed it was a body double or like I don't know what the laws are like in Sweden. I assume they they're not cool with just like doing that with a child but I don't know but yeah. When I saw his mannequin, I was like, oh, it was very stiff. It's, Thank God.
0: It's the one. It's one of the few times in a movie where it like gets remade and I'm okay with them leaving something out. Was that sure. scene? Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, I think there are other ways you could have confirmed that information without yeah, showing sure. it. And I guess the another point of showing it is that Oscar's too young to realize what he sees is like not normal. Mm, but like he yeah. he is young enough that he thinks that's what it's supposed to look like. You no know oh, I mean? yeah 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 so anyways the bullies die um we get a nice similar shot like a a symmetrical shot to the opening with the snow falling with snow falling at the end of the movie and then yeah. we get a nice little shot of them on the train and her in a box and him tapping in morse code kiss and her tapping kiss back yeah and you're just like i'm not happy <laughs> yeah but this is like the only like conclusion this movie could have had right yeah
1: you're like good question mark um yeah it's yeah uh, i i think you're right it is the only move the only ending this movie it's like the perfect ending for the movie that we have just watched mm-hmm. uh which again i i think is great um yeah, but I, it is like a very dark story
0: and it's like it's it's a, it's a movie that sticks with you in such a way that it's like, it's hard. So I tried to watch an episode of breaking bad today and I just could not give a shit. I'm not a big (laughs) fan of the show. Um, I'm kind of, I think we talked about this last time. Yeah. I'm kind of to the low point of season four where it's like, Walt just bought um, Walt jr. That muscle car. And -hmm. Walt's like, everything I do is to protect the family. And Skylar's like, I'm the one that gets called the bitch that everyone hates because I'm actually doing hard things to protect this family. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I watch it and it's like, I realize this is supposed to be like a really pivotal scene, but the writing feels so amateur and childish compared to the movie I watched the day before that I was just like, I'm not in the mood to watch this. Like I just watched (laughs) a movie that I really enjoy. I wouldn't say it's a cinematic masterpiece, but it's like, this is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And to go from something like this which in 2 hours manages to tell such a compelling story that's like such an emotional roller coaster to watching like boy, pride sure seems dangerous, the TV show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it there's a lot of stuff in the show where I'm like can we see another like personality fault with Walt other than just like he's he's got a lot of pride. Um, Mm -hmm. he's a he's a proud man and that's what leads him to make mistakes did you guys realize he's really proud
1: yeah anyways but he does cool science stuff too kevin don't you get it
0: there's another there's another scene that
1: oh we're doing more breaking bad stuff it made me so mad how (laughs) dumb it is so welcome back to the recurring segment Kevin bitches about a beloved TV show
0: (laughs) spoilers spoiler alerts if you haven't seen this like 20 year old TV show (laughs) um, Jesse kills Gail Walt's former assistant and Jesse feels a lot of inner turmoil and guilt and anxiety about you know he just murdered someone he is not a big fan of violence and killing as we've seen earlier in the show. He's worried about Gus um, having them killed, and so he's trying to surround himself with people all the time. And yo, get this: the inner turmoil Jesse's feeling is expressed on screen by an endless drug fueled party he's throwing. Hmm. It's very deep. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty original. You um, as a you as a watcher, you never would have figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I don't like the show, but I feel like. I feel like another part of it that's tough is like it is an older show and it's like the same thing kind of happened when I watched The Sopranos again. That there was a lot of stuff that I'm sure when it came out was like, whoa, I've never seen something like this happen before. But I think audiences now are like so much more sophisticated and like what we've kind of come to expect. Yeah, prestige
1: television has come a long way
0: uh, in that time. It's like rewatching The Wire. There's a bunch of scenes where you're like, just message him on an encrypted app. Just use Signal <laughs> to talk about drugs. The cops yeah. can't get it on Signal, bro. And you're like, oh. Oh, right. <laughs> text messaging was barely a thing. Kids don't believe you. If you tell them, you used to have to pay per text message. You're like, you're oh, so yeah. old. I don't believe you. He's <laughs> like, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I was there when they wrote the texts. <laughs> Anyways, we went, We were on a good little tangent riff before we wrapped up the movie. What yeah. were we? Were we tangent? Uh,
1: oh, uh well, we were talking about the movies that we made us realize that uh,
0: I, th- I think be bad. I think for me it was House on Haunted Hill.
1: Oh, I think I, yeah. I,
0: I saw that, that in theaters with my dad, and it was like a, you know, don't tell your stepmom we're seeing a movie today. Yeah, <laughs> like and he bought me burgers as silence, uh, Jeez, silence yeah. payment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I just remember watching it in theaters. I was like this isn't scary, and I yeah. was like, I was. A kid when that came out, Enthus was like "snore, boring." <laughs> um, don't don't put your head in the fireplace, idiot. <laughs> um, for
1: I one another one for me was uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Ooh. Yeah, I was so excited for that movie. I hadn't even played Dungeons and Dragons by that point in my life. But I was just like, "This looks amazing." There's dungeons. There's dragons. I'm about it. And like my dad took me to see it. I remember leaving like I. I
0: I didn't like it why <laughs> it I, was dungeons and dragons and i didn't care for it i remember seeing that as a kid and i had played dungeons and dragons played dungeons and dragons sure. really it was um, my friend's older brother had character sheets and we like made characters by just making mm-hmm. up stats and didn't read the rules at all we're just like <laughs> pretending to play the game essentially <laughs> yeah I can see you just your eye twitching as I say that. That's, no, that's look. I'm not, I'm not a stickler for the rules, however how, you want to play it. Uh, um, so it's I was leader of the mind. I was excited about that, even though I had never also really played the game. And I remember thinking that movie. Was, I went out with a friend, and both of us like looked at each other. We we're like, that was not good, right? And yeah. He was like, Yeah, like, but we gotta say it was good because we like the thing it's about, right? And I was like, damn, Doug,
1: <laughs> we're locked into this. Smart. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Fandom hasn't pivoted yet, where like you can just love something, but also simultaneously hate everything about
0: it. What what was that movie with the the guy in the mask that um regal Cinemas was giving away the rings for? The Phantom Mask, uh, the Phantom Skull. Oh,
1: uh the Phantom.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, another movie. Like I, the,
1: the like purple bodysuit.
0: That was another movie the, I saw uh, as a kid. That was like Billy Zane. Yeah, that was not, like not a good. Yeah. And one of our parents had to see that movie with us because there was like a yeah. group of kids and I could tell that they were bored the whole time
1: yeah my my brother uh, says that the first moment that he realized that uh, our father really loved him was when he took him to see the <laughs> Masters of the Universe movie because <laughs> that movie is Drac. I
0: know this is going to make this both sound old um, but another thing kids don't realize is Movies aimed at kids are so much more aware that parents are having to go see them yeah, than they were when we were kids. There's been a
1: huge shift in, like, movies are all ages now and not just marketed to kids, yeah. Yeah,
0: as, as much as I don't like the Marvel franchise stuff, I feel like if you're a parent and you're taking your kids to see Marvel movies, you're eating good. Compared yeah. to taking oh, your yeah. kids to see <laughs> The Masters of the Universe. Or yeah. Kroll. Oh my god. Oh, I, can't, I, remember, I yeah. can't imagine being a parent and my kid being like Mom, Dad, it's gonna be the next Star Wars. We gotta see it. And I just sat through fucking Kroll. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. But by no stretch is it good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen it? Are you familiar?
1: I uh, No, I don't think I have.
0: You should... Yeah. You should bring it up as a Christmas movie this year. You should be like, check out this Kroll movie. I've heard it's pretty good. <laughs> it's, there's some cool bits in it. Um, there's a character that's a Cyclops. And again, spoilers. For, for the people that don't want to be spoiled on Kroll, a movie from like 1985, hmm. um, tune out. <laughs> but there's a character that's a Cyclops. And one of the people in the movie asks him why he only has one eye. And he tells the the boy, he's like, our people wanted the gift of future sight, so we traded one of our eyes to the witch. But the only future we see is our death. And you hear that as a kid, you're like, whoa, that's fucking sick, dude. <laughs> um, But as an adult, you hear, you're like, oh, that's so corny. That's so cheesy. Mm-hmm. Are you looking at that? Oh, it wait.
1: Cr- yeah, I ha- this was like the, the glaive, isn't it? Right? Yep, yeah, with the fire yeah, horses. Yeah, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. it's such a classic. Yeah. I remember it features a young Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when you see role.
0: him in here, when you see him in the movie, you're like, that's not him. That couldn't yeah. be him.
1: I <laughs> look at that child, that
0: six foot three child in the background. I think it's one of his first roles I think in so, acting. Yeah. It's always weird when you see an actor that's like famously bald or mm-hmm. has like very short hair and you see them when they're younger and they have like a ton of beautiful flowing colorful yeah. hair. <laughs> So, I don't think... But yeah, cut the shit. Uh, Would you survive this movie? I think so. I think... Yeah, yeah, I think as soon as I found out Ely was a vampire, I'd be like, all right, well, it's cool knowing you, but peace out. Have a nice
1: night. I'm going to start hanging indoors at night now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think it would have been okay. Unless, I mean, if I was walking on a trail and an older man was like, do you know what time it is? I'd be like, get away from me, freak. Look yeah. on your cell phone. you fuck off. Yeah. Look on your cell phone, loser. <laughs> um, or I would just flash my carry piece and be like, what up? You want some? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: I, I think I'd do all right unless, you know, Ellie
0: just, or Ellie just decided to murder me. <laughs> then, then I'm done for. What if your wife was a vampire? We'll, t- we'll twist it up. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah, that's not great. Um,
0: yeah, I. Uh,
1: especially like if i have to worry about her eating our our child i'm I'm gonna open those blinds i think uh i think human her would have wanted it that way I, I feel pretty confident that i i'm just
0: gonna say my goodbyes and, and twist those venetians i think i think i'd be into it i think i'd be like look if you make me a vampire we can be married forever we'll never get old <laughs> yeah You'll be locked into this for eternity. (laughs) (laughs) Or until one of us commits suicide by, like, staying up till sunrise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think I... Especially if it was, like, rich vampire and I'd be like, I can quit my job. But, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Vamp me up. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I... I mean, if I could be rich in any fashion, sure. Yeah, let's, let's do that. I just, like... Once a, once a day, you have to drink the blood of the innocent. Let's do it. Yeah, it's
0: no different than how normal rich people work already. I, yeah,
1: I was about to say that's that's what billions billionaires are. I think um,
0: I think Peter Thiel actually has like a a blood boy thing, like a joke geez. from Silicon Valley esque yeah. service. And I mean, if he doesn't have it, I know there is like a real service where you can like find someone with matching blood that's in their twenties and healthy, and mm-hmm. they'll like swap blood with you. And I was like billionaires literally are taking our blood at this point yeah <laughs> like it's, it's, i'm not a class warfare now kind of guy but at the same at the same time it's like you cannot be more comical about like <laughs> yeah. what you're doing but then just like oh we're just gonna take the blood of the poor simple mm-hmm. as
1: yeah I don't That's, know. it's gross stuff
0: um <laughs> speaking of gross stuff in billionaires yeah. our twitter yeah. is still around um, Still going. The website has yeah. not gone under yet, so if you want to reach out to us, you, it's always, just keeping it going. Yeah, you can always reach out to us on Twitter at the Horus. Um I'll try to be better about posting updates about the podcast on there, like if we unexpectedly can't record because we're being mechanics or we're just in a bad mood from work. Yep. Um, I'll try to keep you in the loop that we might be a little late on an episode. And I will apologize and say that we were really good. But episodes for a long time, we were doing so strong, but I was it, so proud. It is the holiday yeah. season. It is just like the time of year where I think a lot of us are busier with personal stuff. Yeah, so. my my industry especially is very busy at this time of year. So it's yeah, mine yeah. gets busy at the beginning of the year mm. um, when the new legislator when the new legislature is in session. They have a lot of requests for information for from us. Um, there's a lot of like financial reporting that happens as well. So like getting your yeah. credit ratings mm-hmm. and then we're also really busy in the fall time. Um, so not super excited to be, so it's going to happen guys. Yeah. So it's, it's We're going to, we're going to have these breaks. Yeah. But after our break for mm-hmm. the holidays, we're coming back with one of your picks. So what are you picking? That's Walter? right. What do you
1: guys, um, it, it's, Probably gonna arrive a little too late for the holiday season, but I believe this is a Christmas-themed movie. Um, I'm going to make a horrible decision for myself and pick the uh, 2007 French movie Inside. Um, I have not seen this, but I feel like I'm at like just the right time in my life where this is really gonna fuck with me, and I'm like, you know what? Let's chase that. Let's let's see.
0: What that horror feels like. I was hoping you were going to say Nightmare Before Christmas. He said, "Like <laughs> I'm making a horrible choice. This is going to be miserable for me." I was like, "He's picking a movie for me." <laughs> no, you can go fuck yourself. Um, yeah,
1: no, that movie's fine. Nightmare Before Christmas is fine. I don't know. I've only seen it once. I saw it like too late, so wow. I was just like, "Yeah, it's okay." I
0: have. I still have a lot of Jack Skellington stuff. So, yeah, I remember think we might have talked
1: about this in the box before but when you first told me that you that was one of your favorite movies i was just like that's incorrect
0: you're <laughs> fucking wrong Kevin. Why, what do you get from lying to me about that i've listened to the soundtrack for that i listened to it a lot around christmas it's my christmas yeah. music um i think i've listened to it three times this week already and i yeah. think two of those were like back-to-back sessions on the same day um so that's that's how my I'm Christmas sure. good music. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, Danny Elfman's fantastic. There's a lot of yeah, good songs yeah. in
1: there. No, I'm not. I'm not sure in that movie, but I'm not picking it as well.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I just got lucky. I hit it at the right time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But uh, yeah,
1: uh, we're gonna make you read again this week, folks. It's uh, another another foreign movie, 2007. Inside.
0: Cool. I hope we can get it done in time because i we've watched this movie so many fucking times but i really <laughs> want to do black christmas again so oh yeah um i think we've seen it three or four times the various uh,
1: versions
0: I, of it yeah yeah so maybe oh, yeah. maybe we'll do a double <clears throat> double feature episode yeah um, i have some
1: time off we can probably squeeze in a double
0: yeah i have friday off. let's make let's make some bold promises <laughs> yeah i have friday <laughs> yeah. off I think the only thing I have to do is go to the bank to deposit some checks. So you know what? We will make bold promises that you're going to get an episode this week and you're going to get a little Christmas miracle. All right? Yeah. I ruined the surprise by saying you're going to get an episode on Christmas but you're getting an episode on Christmas.
1: Oh, on Christmas Day. Oh my. Ignore
0: your family. Listen to us. (laughs) Maybe a double feature though. Maybe. We'll see pulling my glasses down doesn't I don't like it doesn't work he's looking at me (laughs) anyways thank you for listening to another episode of the Horus make sure to give us a like five stars whatever it is on the podcasting platform of your choice again you can always reach out to us on Twitter at the Horus on the bird app Walter anything you want to say before we get out of here nope just hope everyone has a safe and happy
1: holiday
0: yeah have a safe and happy holiday and thanks for spending some time with us